I'm hoping for your sake that you don't have a Michael Scott in your workplace. You know, the boss from the office that manages to break every rule in the HR rulebook and offend everyone twice while he proves why sensitivity training exists. The kind of manager who needs a legal team dodging his every step and hemorrhages good employees from your organization. If you do have a Michael Scott in a managerial position, or maybe someone who is problematic in other ways, this episode is for you. In this episode of HR Party of One, our goal is to help you make sure the Michaels of the world are restrained from misbehaving in your office. It's okay to add some personality to your management style, but we are here to help you set appropriate boundaries to prioritize your employees and your organization. In this episode on managing managers, we'll discuss what do we mean by difficult manager, battle plans, training tricks for the troublesome, and how to ensure continuous improvement. Let's get started. What do we mean by difficult manager? Look, we all know it isn't the most HR thing to point at a person in your organization and say, yeah, they're awful. But the reality is that people are people and not everyone is easy to get along with. Ideally, your organization's employees and management or other leadership positions have good interpersonal skills. But more than likely, you've dealt with someone who's not the easiest to deal with. If you haven't experienced this yet, stay in HR a little longer and you will. This is a delicate topic. No one likes to say they have a difficult person on their team, but pretending like you don't have a Michael Scott doesn't make Michael discover the error of his ways. You know the kind of managers we mean. Do you field complaints about the manager more often than others? Have you noticed that direct reports beneath this manager have a shorter lifespan at your organization compared to other teams? Is this team markedly less productive than others? Do employees often request transfers away from this manager's team? Here's the thing. If the manager in question hasn't been terminated, there's likely a good reason. They may be good in their role, other than a lack of interpersonal skills, or maybe your organization is short-staffed and can't afford to train someone else for the position. Regardless, you probably wonder sometimes if keeping them on is worth it. Spoiler, it is. We covered in a recent episode that terminations are last resort options. The focus of this episode is to provide you with a battle plan for managing unruly managers so you can avoid more permanent action. First, let's identify what we mean and what your organization may qualify as difficult. Difficult can mean a lot of things. They don't follow the rules. You have procedures for a reason. If a manager is neglecting to follow outline methods for terminating an employee, communicating with other departments, handling conflict, etc., then why would anyone else? I hate to sound like an elementary school teacher, but you know the frustration of it? Rules are in place for a reason. If people follow carefully crafted procedures for their various duties, it's easier to identify what works well and what doesn't, where something may have gone wrong or more. Plus, it keeps everything organized with solid reference material to back you up. They lack interpersonal skills. What do we mean by this? Well, if a manager is super stoic and silent about every concern, their direct reports will assume that there is something wrong. It's like when you were in trouble and your parents sat there with a blank face and one word answers. 
Logically, this isn't the case, and it could just be someone's personality quirk. They get mad easily. This one is a doozy. You can't have managers raising their voices or resorting to petty retaliation. Things will inevitably go wrong in business and managers must be able to keep their cool. If employees are reduced to tears after meetings with their manager, you know you have a problem that needs swift resolution. They are nosy. While friendly, a nosy manager has no business being in people's business. While you want teams in your organization to have camaraderie, remember that there are reasonable and appropriate boundaries between colleagues, direct reports, and their managers. They are stuck in their ways. If you have experienced people in your workplace, great. Do some of them seem grumpy about adapting to new things? I bet so. This can be hard to manage since their old ways worked, but you need them to follow the new ways that everyone else follows. It's like the first example of difficulty. Rules are for everyone. Thankfully, they aren't ignoring policies just for the sake of it, but they still present an issue you may want to fix. There are many other reasons a manager may be the problem child of your organization. Regardless of the reasons, they are difficult. The effects remain the same. When employees report to a manager that they find difficult to deal with, you may see teams with low morale, high turnover, and a lack of productivity. In enough volume, all of these things are organization killers. You should also consider that a troublesome manager may lead to compliance issues. If you have a manager who maliciously sabotages an employee's major project to embarrass them, you may want to prep for a hostile work environment suit. As the HR pro, you know how important it is to maintain compliance. So let's work on drawing up battle plans for managing your most difficult managers. Battle plans, training tricks for the troublesome. Sometimes HR requires you to put on your war paint. Facing down difficult managers might be one of those times. We're going to go over a system for evaluating a difficult manager and coaching them to manage better. Plus, what to do if you exhaust all your strategies. Step one, review any complaints from direct reports and list what you've noticed. Sometimes your work is cut out for you and you already know the issues to fix. However, some managers are sneaky, difficult, and require your best Sherlock impression. Observe how this manager's direct reports behave and keep an eye on the manager themselves too. Work to identify their problem areas. If you have a performance management feature like Bernie Portals, you can review the one-to-one -one notes between the manager and their direct reports anytime. Go back several weeks or months to see if the manager's problem is systemic or a new development. You may need to read between the lines since employees aren't likely to complain about their manager to their manager. See if projects are completed on pace. If the manager is recognizing hard work and providing effective feedback, etc., double check your own notes against their notes to see if your manager is covering for their own mistakes. For example, if you have a problem manager that habitually blames one employee for late reports, you may want to see if the manager is telling the truth. One-to-one -one notes in an HRIS like Bernie Portal will hold them accountable and make it easier for you to see what's really going on. Step two, offer all of your managers training on managing their direct reports. 
You should probably do this anyway so everyone is working on the same foundation and has the same tools and reference material. If you offer it to everyone, the problem child may not feel targeted, which can prevent nastier feelings from rising against you. There are lots of training opportunities out there for managers. Maybe you just give them reference materials on managing people effectively and with empathetic intentions, like Heather R. Younger's book, The Art of Caring Leadership, or Ruchika Tolshian's book on building inclusive and welcoming spaces. Inclusion on purpose, an intersectional approach to creating a culture of belonging at work. You should also do a training workshop with an outside resource like Let's Grow Leaders from Karen Hurt and David Dye, which offers training and other resources on developing leadership skills while balancing the tricky line between being an effective leader and a likable colleague. I'll link these for you in the description. You have options, but if you need more ideas, you should check out Bernie Portal's community page to brainstorm with other HR professionals. We have a forum dedicated to training and development and another one for performance management. You can post a question, respond to others, or just browse the conversations already happening. Want to join the talk? I've provided a link inviting you to the party. Step three, you've done the groundwork for this, but make sure to evaluate the management style of your troublesome manager. See where you can buff up their methods or identify areas where they need to be less overbearing. If your manager doesn't show much skill in accepting criticism gracefully, show them the wonders of 360-degree feedback surveys, where they have to review themselves too, not just others. Or if they struggle to provide effective feedback to their direct reports, you can use our previous episode to check out how to provide and accept feedback. Consider going over their communication skills too. This isn't exactly something you can perfectly coach someone on how to do. Communication skills can be learned, but a lot of it comes down to personality. However, you can provide tools or strategies to better equip others with the necessary skills to communicate effectively. Step four, create mock situations to see how the difficult manager interacts with others. It may be worth inviting other managers to this workshop too, so the problem child can witness others managing a situation to the best of their ability. That way, everyone can witness differing management styles in action and hopefully gain some insight into bettering their own approaches. So, what sort of mock situation should you plan? Here are some mock situations to consider. Interviews, giving and or receiving feedback, high intensity, stressful situations with their team, and planning and running team meetings. Running these kinds of workshops will give you a better idea of what needs improvement. You can also help guide the manager on navigating different scenarios so they can leave your workshop with some practical knowledge. Step five, have a straightforward meeting if you think this manager would react well to it. Sometimes a difficult manager is just facing issues outside of work that they are allowing to affect their interactions with others. A sit down one-on-one -on -one may provide clarity for you and a prompt reminder for them to shape up. You can point out the problem and offer solutions. The success of a straightforward meeting depends on the personality of the problem child involved. You may be able to begin with this step or this may be a last resort. Not everyone reacts well to being pulled aside and told to do their job better. 
Step six, if issues persist, it's time to take it above their head to a different leadership figure. Does your manager have a manager? It's time for them to step in and help you fix the issue or pursue other measures. Your leadership should be kept updated throughout your process, so this is a natural evolution if the manager continues to make their teams work harder under their management. It's a last resort, but it shouldn't surprise anyone involved. So now that you have the steps to guide you to, hopefully, a successful solution, we can go over how to benchmark progress for your managerial problem child. How to ensure continuous improvement. A battle plan aims to ensure you win the war. So think about how to continue successfully coaching your most difficult manager. To benchmark their progress, consider meeting with their team and promoting skip level meetings. You want everyone on board and up to date on this manager's evolution. You can ask questions to gauge the temperature of the situation. Are the people who complained before feeling better about the situation? Are there marked signs of improvement in certain scenarios? Check in with the manager in question too. See if they feel more positive about their management style and the interpersonal abilities with their direct reports. You can do this casually when you have a minute during the day or more formally if you need a paper trail. While doing this for one manager, consider how everyone else would benefit. Assign regular training modules to all managers and remember the impact of more in-person workshops. The great thing about all of this training is that a solid HRIS can host much of it for you. Use a comprehensive system like Bernie Portal to assign training. Bernie Portal can even require signature acknowledgement of training completion that records when each manager finishes their required program. You won't have to chase people down to keep them compliant. Bernie Portal will do it for you. Your work to improve the management abilities of the people in your organization shows that you are committed to keeping them in their role and to improving their skills. You want everyone to feel valued and appreciated and working to develop your workforce can go a long way to building trust in your HR position. In this episode, we've identified and provided solutions for how you can manage your most difficult manager. Even if no one has issues currently, you may find yourself needing a battle plan down the road for when a manager begins to cause problems. While much of management is communication-based, an HRIS like Bernie Portal can give you the ability to strategize solutions and even prevent issues in the first place. As always, remember that your role is as strategic as you make it.